teacher was looking at Dan and Dan goes, Terry does. (laughs) (laughs) And the teacher sure enough said, oh, Terry, could you please read yours? (laughs) And Terry did not have something prepared. Oh, that was. He read Dan's. That was not good. Before you forgive me, can I just say, I'm really sorry. (laughs) No, sincerely sorry. Yeah, you really, I can tell. You know, I was almost to the point of forgiving you, but now that you said that, I've regressed. I'm sorry, Brian. didn't forget it. You didn't forget it. (laughs) Brian is making me laugh, but I'm I'm sincerely sorry, Terry. (laughs) That's better. No, I don't believe you now. (laughs) Live your life with purpose. Change someone's life for the better and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. Dan, Brian, and Terry are ready, so let's get started. Most of us are familiar with the saying, to err is human, but to forgive is divine. My name is Dan Wheeler, and I'm joined by Brian Rowland and Terry Steen, our producers, John Matarazzo. Guys, uh, to forgive is not only divine, but God commands us to forgive. Okay, I forgive you, Dan. Oh, thanks. That's what did I do? I love it. <laughs> I mean, really, it's not just, a, it's not an option if we're Christians, right? There's so many scriptures that talk about it, aren't there? Yeah, I think of Matthew 6, 14 and 15, if we forgive others, then God forgives us. But if we don't forgive others, then God will not forgive us. That's my uh, paraphrase of those two verses. But Jesus said that. He's like, if you don't forgive others, then, you know, my father can't forgive you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he talked about it again in Mark. So all of these guys that were writing the Bible... They, they heard him say it, and they thought it was important enough to put into each of their own books because yeah. uh, Mark 11, 25, and 6 says that. whenever yeah. and, and it goes further that whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them that the Father in heaven may also forgive you. If you don't forgive, neither will your Father. Brian, why do you think it's so hard for some of us to forgive? Have you ever had trouble Throw forgiving someone? <laughs> yeah. no, well, I'll tell you, I, I think it's so hard to forgive because a, a person's ego is, has mm. been tampered with. I think and, you're right. You know, it, yeah. and nobody wants to um, be in the wrong or want to be on the other side of somebody thinking that they did wrong or they're accusing them of something. And when, when that happens, you know, this happens a lot in divorces, man. <laughs> you get in these divorces and... These guys, you figure, you guys really once loved each other, <laughs> and they they want to kill each other, and they're just going for blood. And say, like, hey, wait a minute, can't you forgive? What I look at is for these people is that something happened here, it's not working, and it's not of God, and somebody's not right where it's supposed to be, and so you have to forgive that person. You have to let it go. And you know, there's there are three types of forgiveness. There there's exoneration, there's forbearance. And there's release. And each one, you know, that applies to us in some way every day. It's absolving uh, the blame from somebody or, or it's, it's, uh, it's having tolerance and, and um, self-control or it's setting free or just letting things go. And people can't do that nowadays, it seems like. And they have to get back to the root. And that is in the Bible that tells us that we have to forgive and that we're supposed to forgive. And I see over in Luke 6, 37, it says, do not judge 
and you will not be judged. You mm-hmm. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. And it's simple as that. But I think a lot of it, Dan, goes back to a person's pride and their ego gets hurt and they won't forgive. Some people hold a grudge their whole life, Terry, and they the only one they're hurting is themselves. Right. When you're holding a grudge, you're not hurt. The other person isn't being hurt by that. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a, a saying that says unforgiveness is like taking poison and expecting someone else to die. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, it is. That, that's what it's like. But, you know, guys, I have two friends I went to high school with. Uh, we, we, we were in Bible quizzing together. These mm. two guys are both Christians, and something happened involving a woman. One had been dating them. They broke up. The other one started dating them, and the other one felt like the other one was still flirting with her, trying to get her back. It's been like 25 years, and I talked to both of them. I go, guys, this is ridiculous. You're going to wake up one day, regret it. I say, how would you feel if the other one died? And they just, they keep saying, well, I'm not ready. You know what? There's going to come a time one of them is going to pass. And if they leave this the way it is, unforgiven, my goodness, how would you live with yourself? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, as we were preparing for this, I was reading a scripture in my devotions that really made this thought click, is that one thing we have to do as Christians is be proactive as far we don't want to get to the point where we're always needing to forgive. Yeah, I'm willing to forgive. Well, we need to be proactive so we don't have to always forgive people. I was reading Proverbs 19.11. It said, a man's wisdom gives him patience, and it's his glory to overlook an offense. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to be offended all the time, and that's where it always comes in. That book, John Bevere wrote that great book, The Bait of Satan, and it's a whole book on trying to overcome that, trying to not be offended. And Brian, like you say, pride's the key. Mm-hmm. Pride is what we tend to uh, get offended by. That, that If we have too much pride, there's a lot of <laughs> things that can offend us. And then it's easy to blame others for our problems. So even, it could be us, but we're so quick to blame and turn it around to somebody else that then we become offended by them. And then we have to go through that whole forgiveness process. So uh, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Brian, he's, he's actually saying that you were right there about the pride thing. <laughs> yeah. And you are because, you know, that's one of the obstacles. Let's talk about the obstacles to forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That is one of them, pride. You know, the other one is you have to release the guilt of your unforgiveness mm-hmm. that you've held that. Yeah. You have to release the part of you that wants to stay the victim. You know, some people like that feeling of, oh, you know, they just hurt me. They crushed me. Woe is me. It's right. not my fault. It's all, you know, people are always blaming everybody else. But th- these are some of the obstacles to forgiveness. And why is that? It's for attention. They get attention by doing that. And and the spotlight is from over here, pushed right back over here in front of them, you know. And, that, and that's what people, uh, again, it's the pride and their ego. And when that gets bruised is when they won't forgive. You have to let go of the need to see the other person suffer or to seek revenge. Right. Some people just, they get that in their spirit and they repeat that over and over. I'm going to make them pay. You know, and they're, they're not the ones that should be making them pay. <laughs> and I think the Bible talks about that too. 
You know, right. God's going to, he's going to take care of it in his time. You can give it to him and you let it go and you forgive him. You take the upper hand there. You take the upper road, you know, and say, oh, I'm taking the high road. I'm forgiving and I'm going to clear it out and it's not going to bother me anymore. I'm not going to have to lose sleep over it. But yet God's going to deal with it in his time against this person or, or what to this person that is unforgiving. We're going to talk about the benefits of forgiveness near the end, but let's talk about the dangers of not forgiven, of not forgiving. One, Terry, is that it evaporates your joy because no one is truly happy who has unforgiveness in their heart. Right. Exactly. You could never have joy. And that's, you know, that's part of a fruit of the Holy Spirit, you know? So if you don't have that, that's part of it. There's bitterness and hatred that comes into play and the holding grudges, like we mentioned. I was reading, Brian, that it actually can interfere with your prayer life and that your prayers can go unanswered and your blessings are on hold because you have unfinished business. It's true. Uh, and, and you guys were reading uh, some, some scripture just before we came on that says that. God says that we have to forgive to be forgiven, but we have to go to... We want to go to him with a clean heart. And if we're not forgiving, then we don't have a clean heart. And if, if we're not going to listen to what he's telling us to do to forgive, why is he going to sit and listen to us and say, listen, I, I'm going to answer your prayers now while you aren't doing what I'm telling you to do. It's like they, when they tell you when you're taking communion, what's communion supposed to do? You're supposed to reflect, supposed to go back, think about what's been going on in your life. Have you been living a godly life? Is there areas that you need to clean up there? Is there forgiveness involved before you're supposed to take communion? Because you're, you're partaking of the body of Jesus Christ. And that's what people, a lot of people aren't doing. It, it can actually weaken your body and make you physically sick mm -hmm. to hold on to all that stuff inside. Yeah, I was uh, reading on that, Dan, just the other day, and I listed some of the things. It can create headaches digestive problems, insomnia, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, skin problems, heart attacks, stroke. I mean, it truly, that anxiety can truly impact your physical body. Mm -hmm. So it can, it, it's amazing. You know, it's, it's, it also can open the door for the enemy to work in your life because, you know, the enemy loves that. If, if we're not forgiving, if we're holding a grudge. And, and he only wants to see that continue, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's why the Bible has so many examples of forgiveness through it. So if you, if you read the Bible at all, you cannot help but see that stream through it. I mean, Esau and Jacob, you had Joseph and his brothers, you had Job with his friends, you had Hosea with his wife, and then the father with his prodigal son, and Stephen with the stoners, and Paul with Mark. You could go on and on and on, and there's no better example than Jesus when he's on the cross. And he said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they do. Yeah. And they were still in the process of mocking him as he was dying, and he was still asking the Father to forgive them. Second mm. Corinthians 2.10 says, If you forgive anyone, I also forgive him. And what I have forgiven, 
If there was anything to forgive, I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake. This is Paul writing, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. And that brings us back to, it opens the door for the enemy. Yeah, He just loves to to go and, and take advantage of that type of situation. But uh, I go back to what I started with. Brian just referred to it in Matthew 6, 14 and 15. I'm going to read. These are Jesus' words. I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, um, For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. That's why it's mm-hmm. so dangerous not to forgive, Brian. If you don't, <laughs> right. you can't be forgiven. That's true. When Terry was speaking, too, it came to my mind that when people will not forgive and they're still they're, they're saying, well, how come God isn't hearing my prayers? They feel that way. But what happens? They, they quit praying. They cut back. They, they step away. It's, oh, God's not listening to me. He's not watching over me. He's not, he's not here around me. He's, he's, some people will say there's millions of people in the world. And God's listening to all their prayers. Why is he listening to mine? You know, <laughs> why should he? But a lot of it comes down to you have to have forgiveness in your heart first. You have to forgive people so you can open that door so that God forgives you. And then you have an open communication with them. I mean, Christ died on the cross so we can have an open communication and communion with God mm-hmm. through him. Mm-hmm. But if we are letting a roadblock like forgiveness come in there, that's just making the devil dance. He's he's gonna he's gonna use that to keep us getting us further and further and further away from Christ. Whereas we should be getting closer and closer and closer with our communion with God through Christ. You agree with that, Terry? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, Terry, you said a quote earlier, and, and I have that same quote, but she said it a little bit different. She said, "Not forgiving is like." drinking rat poison, and then waiting for the rat to die. Yeah. <laughs> Annie Lamott. Uh, but it just, you know, it's time to let go. It, you know, the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. And Beth and I used to live by that. You know, don't go to bed without saying you're sorry because you never know right. if you're going to wake up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, as Christians... For us to accept and understand God's forgiveness and how much he's done for us and not be open to forgive somebody else for some little petty thing that's not life-giving or life-taking. I read a quote that said, our ability to forgive others is proportional to our understanding of how God's forgiven us. So when we put it in perspective like that, as much as God's done for us, when we realize that and we forgive someone that hurts us and we follow Christ's example, it's a healing to our body. It's a healing to our soul like we just talked about. The joy can be returned. We can yeah. finish strong. Amen. And Brian, there's a look, we're going to talk about the benefits of forgiveness Freedom and peace and happiness, but freedom. You can be free from holding that grudge. That's the biggest thing, I think, because if you don't have freedom in your life and in your feeling and in your your worship towards God and to God, you're bound. You're bound. It's like somebody's got got chains wrapped around you. And the freedom is the big thing. When, When you forgive, when you let that go, you can feel the changes drop from you. Mm-hmm. It's, a whole different, it's a different attitude that you have yourself because 
you forgave somebody, truly forgive somebody. I mean, not just say, okay, I forgive them, then you don't. I mean, truly forgive somebody and say, okay, that's in the past. I don't care anymore about that. Let that go. And you could be with this person. And a lot of times the person, they want to come back at you on this, even if you've forgiven them. Then when you're showing the true love of Christ in your life, because you have honestly forgiven them, that's freedom. And you have that freedom in you and you, you sleep it at night. They're not. You're the one that doesn't have digestion problems. They do. (laughs) It all comes back to that. Right. There are people that said, well, I'll forgive you, but I'll never forget. Right. And I think we need to forget. Right. We need to learn to forget Mm -hmm. in that case. Yeah. To follow up on what Brian was saying, here's the litmus test that I use and I've talked to other people about. And I Brian, asked, can you look up litmus real quick? Yeah. Go ahead. That's a big word, Terry. The peanuts cartoon. Uh, character. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Linus. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry. The litmus I just, test. It was an, I said that with a lisp. That was a different <laughs> word. <laughs> Anyhow, where was I? So here's, here's what I ask people. Is there anybody that you can think of that if you were walking down the sidewalk and they came walking the other way, would you freeze and feel like you needed to turn around, go into another store, and not be willing to face-to-face them, would not wow. be willing to interact with them? And if you can't do that, then there could be something there. If I Does that ask include you old that, girlfriends? Or the yeah, many. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for Dan, they'd be lining up for you, oh, yeah. probably. But. <laughs> but when you think about that, if, yeah. if someone asks you the question, if somebody immediately, if you have to think a long time, then you're doing pretty good. But if somebody immediately comes to your mind, bingo. Better go ask their forgiveness or tell them you forgive them. Yeah, uh, I've got this great quote about the freedom of forgiveness before we move on to peace and happiness. It says, when you hold resentment toward another, you are bound to that person of condition by an emotional link that is stronger than steel. Forgiveness is the only way to dissolve that link and get free. Get unstuck. That's by Catherine Ponder. Boy, is that true though? Mm -hmm. The only way to get rid of that link. You're bound to them because of that unforgiveness and because of that resentment. And forgiveness is the only way to truly be free. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's true. But you know what Terry said before, too, is that, and you were saying, Dan, about, about forgetting. The same thing that, that Jesus did. When, when we accept him into our life, he forgives us and he forgets the sins are gone. They're past. It's if you... If you're going that day, you're, you're standing before him. And if he's looking in the, in the book of life, Bible's book of life, he's not going to see anything there because you've been forgiven. It's clean. The slate's clean. It's forgotten. And that's what people have to realize that they have to do too. We have to forgive and forget what has been done and just move on. Yeah, this makes me uh, realize as we're talking, Dan, that I need to make a confession. Back oh in college, <laughs> in, that, in that night class that we had, when we're I know what sitting there, we had an assignment to do, and we each did it, and we come in the next class, and the teacher's getting ready to say, uh, anybody, would anybody like to read what they've written so we can talk about it? And the teacher was looking at Dan, and Dan goes, Terry does? And- <laughs> 
And the teacher, sure enough, said, oh, Terry, could you please read yours? <laughs> and Terry did not have something prepared. Oh, that so he was... Read, he read Dan's. Yeah, that Terry, was not good. Before you forgive me, can I just say, I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, sincerely sorry. Yeah, you really, I can tell. You know, I was almost to the point of forgiving you, but now that you said that, I've no, regressed. I'm sorry, you Brian. Terry didn't forget it. <laughs> Brian is making me laugh, but I'm I'm sincerely sorry, Terry. That's better. No, I don't believe you now. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I don't even remember. I was trying to look up, you know, the verse that says, as far as the East is from the West, he forgives our sins. And, yes. and I'll I'll find it here. Oh, it's uh, Psalm 103 12. 103 12. Let me read that for you real quick, because uh, people say, I forgive you, but I can't forget. He says, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So he does forget that that saying, you know, uh, you know, I'll forgive you, but I won't forget. That's wrong. And that's yeah. not what God wants us to do. You know, uh, we don't have a lot of time, but there's there's a peace that comes. We talked about freedom of forgiveness. A peace when you finally laid it, that burden to rest and you don't have to avoid that person that's walking towards you that yeah. maybe you you don't want to see. Right. Um, freedom and peace, those two right there, you know, Brian, peace to sleep at night, mm-hmm. not worrying about that unforgiveness or that person that you can't forgive. No, that's what I was saying. If you've forgiven somebody and have forgot, forgotten it, let it go. Uh, you're the one that can sleep, and it's true. I know how many people <laughs> you know that they cannot sleep at night? And they're tossing, and they're just fig- trying to figure out, but they, you know that they're holding a grudge on someone. They have uh, someone that has done them wrong, and they will not forgive them, but yet they're being torn up internally. And you, you can see it in their every their actions. And like you said, that their digestion system screwed up. And and then who's coming in with headaches every day? You know, <laughs> yeah. when you're at work, you see people like this and go, oh, man. There is something going on. Now, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I can't eat right. I can't do this. Well, you know, th- there's always a root to all evil. And that's evil as far as I'm concerned, not being able to forgive somebody. And yeah. the root of that is inside of them. They have to let it go. They have to be willing to forgive, be willing to forget. I think they're on top of that, though, they have to have Christ in their life. When, you, when they accept Christ in their life, if they don't want to forgive right then, you know, then that didn't take, you know, yeah. they, they, they weren't sincere because they should be, you get such a, a feeling of cleanliness and accepting Christ into your life that you, you want to keep that and you want to forgive as he's forgiven you. Right. And he went to the cross for you. He died for you. And how are we willing to die for other people just because yeah. of their forgiveness? You know, you got to think. In Matthew 18, 20, 21 and 22, Peter asked Jesus, how often should we forgive our brother? Seven times. Jesus said, not till seven times, but 70 times seven. And that's right. hard when you think you for, keep forgiving someone and you yeah. have to keep forgiving someone, but that's what he says. Yeah. And for me, the bottom line is if the Bible says it's to be done, it's a commandment. And if we don't do it, it's a sin. Right. And if there's right. sin in our life, then the Holy Spirit and God doesn't dwell where sin is. So mm-hmm. if we don't forgive, we can't have that peace and joy because that's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So it's a real simple equation. Yeah. We just have to get it figured out. 
I think then what that, that verse means too, though, is that you're forgiving and they may not be forgiving you, but you just keep forgiving. You just, you just let it go. Right. You just let it go. Right. Cause they're the ones that are living with that pain. They're the ones that's bearing uh, all that guilt. Yeah. Happiness, replace the anger and the hurt with joy. Here's a quote. Forgiveness is a sign that the person who has wronged you means more to you than the wrong they have dealt. Mm. I like that quote. That's by a Ben Greenhall. Hmm. Uh, And remember, uh, Paul Booth said this, forgiveness does not change the past, but it does enlarge the future. Hmm. It opens up the doorway for you to establish, reestablish that friendship. So the benefits of forgiveness, freedom, peace, happiness, obstacles to forgiveness. You have to release the guilt of your unforgiveness, release the part of you that wants to stay the victim, let go of the need to see the other person suffer and seek revenge. And remember, if you don't forgive, it can evaporate your joy. It interferes with your prayer life. It weakens your body. Who do you need to forgive? Guys, I would say, don't wait. Do it now. Don't let the sun go down on your anger, as the Bible tells us in Ephesians. Yes. If we want to finish strong, we have to clear that unforgiveness out of our life so we can have that pure relationship with Christ, for sure. You know, over in Proverbs 17, 9, it tells us love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but Hmm. dwelling on it separates close friends. Wow. And then in Proverbs 10, 12, it says hatred stirs old quarrels, but love overlooks insults. I I like it. Love is tied together like in a hand and glove with forgiveness. How would you feel if that person that you haven't forgiven or who hasn't forgiven you would die? How would you find out? How would you feel if you found that out and you never got it right? Remember, God can't forgive you if you don't forgive others. Go with that today. Forgive and forget. We are so glad you joined us for this edition of Finish Strong, and we hope you'll join us next time. God bless everybody. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.